Hi, I'm Haley. I've been a nutritionist for over 10 years and I saw firsthand how the diet industry works, but mostly doesn't work to help you lose weight. Then I found myself 20 pounds overweight and realized the weight loss struggle has nothing to do with what you eat, but why you eat. So I went on a mission to explore the brain and its role in weight loss. And now I help my clients lose 30 pounds in 90 days by wiring their brain to weight less. On this show, you are going to learn how to wire your brain to lose weight so that you never have to diet, restrict, deprive, or willpower again. Hi, welcome to the podcast. So this episode, we're going to talk about throwing food away. (laughs) This is a topic that my clients have asked for over and over. It's one of those things like, I don't know if I would have come up with this on my own, but it is such a huge part of our culture. All these thoughts that we have about throwing food away. Um, So a lot of us were raised in the the clean your plate club. Like you have to finish everything on your plate. Uh, A lot of times that was, there was like a contingency to that. So if you finish everything, you're going to get dessert. You're going to get this reward on the other side. If you don't finish everything, you're throwing money away, which I guess, you know, some of our parents were raised by parents who went through the depression and really experienced a lot of lack in that area. And so this was really important to them. And it's just been like passed down. Um, you have to finish everything you were given because there are starving people in the world. I just, I love this one. <laughs> Waste not, what not. <laughs> that kind of goes along with like, you can't throw the food away. Like we have to conserve every little bit. Um, if you don't finish your food, you're ungrateful. You're not a grateful person for what was provided to you, which is just (laughs) that unboxing. That one is really fun (laughs) for me. And the idea that throwing food away is like throwing money away. (laughs) You're wasting money. So, and I even remember, I've told this story before, I think, but when I was a kid, I think the first times I was going to um, the lunchroom, like preschool, kindergarten, and you're a child, you know, there's very little concept of time, number one. And number two, you eat a lot differently than an adult does. And what I really want ultimately is to like get us all back to that mentality, that child mentality, because it's more focused on your physical body and like how you're feeling. You're very connected to that. But anyways, I digress. But so, you know, I'd be in the lunchroom with my little lunch and you take a bite and you think about it and you daydream for a little bit and you look around, take another bite. Like you're eating very slowly, very mindfully. And the teacher coming up to me and being like, lunch is over. You have to finish this food. If you don't finish it, you're going, there's going to be this bad thing that happens later, which is hunger. You're going to get hungry later. As if like experiencing physical hunger is 
the worst thing that we can possibly have. But you're so young and you're driven in with this idea that you have to eat fast, you have to finish everything. And if you like throwing food away is, is not an option, that's not part of this scenario. You are going to finish it all. Um, and if you don't, you're going to experience something bad, something difficult later today. So we're really driving it into like children, you know, and that's, that's just from like the lunchroom. That's not even what we're going through at home or in all of these other areas of our life. Um, that there's a lot of consequences to not finishing your food. The truth of all of this, the truth of all of this, this entire discussion about throwing food away is that these are not facts. These are thought processes. These are thoughts that someone else gave to you that you've now put into action in your life. Okay, so what I want to offer is that when you throw food away, you are not literally taking food away from someone who is hungry and putting it into the trash. You are not depriving someone who's in need of that food. You're not throwing cash away. This idea that throwing money that throwing food away is throwing money away. It's it's not though. You're not putting cash into the trash can and you're not an ungrateful person because you threw away food you didn't want. When we refuse to throw food away that we're not hungry for our anymore or that's gone, you know, that's sitting in our fridge that we don't want to eat, you treat and utilize your body as the trash can instead. Your fat cells become the dumping ground for unwanted food. And they are the dumping ground because that is when you're eating, when you're not hungry, you're eating beyond your body's need for fuel and your body's best option is to put it into fat storage. So that's, that's what literally what you're doing when you're refusing to throw food away, you're throwing it away in your body. You're wasting it. It's still being wasted. It's not being utilized. It's not fuel that your body needs anymore. It's extra. It's a waste. It's being wasted. <laughs> and on top of this, guess, <laughs> guess who's suffering because someone out there is starving. You're suffering. You are now the sick person the overweight person, the unhealthy person, because somebody else is hungry. That makes no sense. It makes no sense. And we don't question it. We don't think this through. We just hear these thoughts come up and we're like, yeah, 
I can't throw food away because someone else is hungry. Not, can't do that. Eating food just because someone else is starving out there in the world somewhere isn't logical when you think about it. It's impossible that your portion of food that's left on your plate that you're not hungry for anymore is going to make it to this other person that's starving in the world. Unless, this is a caveat, unless you live in an area where like that you have quick, easy access to someone in need. So you might be able to like pack up that food from your plate, go out on the street and give it to somebody who needs it. Which do that. If like you are in an area like the go do that. I would say well, how many people want to eat your leftovers that you were like just picking at? Just a thought, but I mean, if, if this is an option for you, if like leftovers in your household could, could be put into someone's hands where they're still going to be, it's still like a viable meal, do that. But otherwise your little portion of like salmon that you didn't finish is not making it halfway across the world to feed somebody. It just doesn't make sense. How is you eating it? saving someone else. It's not, it's literally not. What it does when you eat it, it makes you feel sick. You're the one who's overeating. You're the one who's eating things that you don't want to out of guilt, which feels terrible by the way. You're the one who doesn't weigh what you want to weigh. You're the one who's facing health problems. You're the one who can't fit into the clothes that you want to wear. And all the while you're telling yourself that you have to do this because someone else is in trouble, but you're like putting yourself into trouble, into illness, into harm's way. So instead, we really need to clean up this mental chatter. So I'm going to walk you through some options. Okay, so this is this is a suggestion. Get yourself to healthy. Get yourself healthy. Get yourself to a healthy weight. And once you're there and you feel good and you have like this mental clarity because you're not overeating all the time, actually put your brain to work to help starving people in a way that has nothing to do with you eating the extra food. Okay. That's just, (laughs) you're not eating moldy leftovers and you're not eating food that would otherwise go in the garbage disposal. You're not becoming the garbage disposal. You're like, okay, I feel good. I feel amazing. I'm going to go put this like clean, clear brain to work to solve world hunger. How about that? (laughs) For me, this is, I offer this to you. For me, there's a reward to throwing food away. I get a bigger dopamine hit from not finishing it than I do from finishing it. And 
that is with these thoughts that I practice, which is I get to feel good. I get to weigh what I want. I get to fit into the clothes that I want to. I get to know that I'm not, my body is not a trash can. I'm not a garbage disposal. I have brain clarity. I have power of thought. I have the ability to go out and actually help somebody as opposed to eating food and telling myself that I'm helping somebody. Those, all of those thoughts really serve me to never feel obligated to finish what's on my plate because someone else might be suffering. Or because money went into that. So I'm going to give you some of the things that me and my clients have worked on. Um, this was kind of a, an interesting one. So uh, one of my clients was really toiling with this, this like struggling with this idea of like throwing food away. And I was like, okay, so for each meal that you don't finish or that you have to throw away, donate, set like a dollar amount or a canned good amount to that and donate that. So that you do actually literally, there is a reward for you for throwing that food away. You, you have a reward in the sense that you know you're helping somebody and then you're actually helping somebody. Like there's a reward that goes out from that. <laughs> you get to help somebody literally by throwing food away. One of my clients, Lucy, she loves to bake. She likes the act of baking. It's very enjoyable for her, but she was really struggling with like, she would bake and then she would have all these baked goods and she would feel obligated to eat them. She didn't want to throw them away, which I bake because I'm not a great baker. I bake at home and it's usually like, okay, I'll have like one and then I just throw all of it away. <laughs> it's, it's never like very good to begin with. And I have no problem throwing it away. If I feel like baking, I'll bake. And then I just chuck in the trash or I give it to somebody. But what she was, what she, you know, she was doing this. So she was baking and then she was like, oh my God, I have to eat all of this baked, all these baked goods that I don't necessarily want to eat or throw an entire pie away, which she was really struggling with. So now when she wants to bake, she bakes, she serves herself a piece and then she takes it to her neighbors. Her neighbors have kids. Her neighbors are very grateful for the baked goods. They absolutely love it. She's like strengthened that relationship with them because she's bringing them pies. Like it's amazing. There's there's like this whole other side to that she's discovered from not throwing food away. From throwing from actually I don't know how you want to phrase that, but from not eating the food herself, not feeling obligated to eat it because someone else is in need or she doesn't want to waste the money. I told this story on a previous episode, but like focusing on how you feel, how good you feel when you hit satiety and really loving that feeling can be extremely rewarding. One of my clients was um, traveling and she got these ribs and she said the best part about that was not finishing them. 
was stopping eating. She was like, I hit this. I got all of this enjoyment out of them. And then I got to stop. And that was the best part. I didn't eat to this point where I felt sick or, you know, had this like terrible physical experience. I like, I got to stop and I loved that. That was the most rewarding part of that meal. And you can get to that place. These are thought processes that you just have to work on. <laughs> um, oh, this, just cut down on your portion sizes. You got, guess what? Like there won't be food to throw away if you serve yourself only what you need. I, a lot of times I use those, like a small bread plate. I have these little snack bowls. They're like this perfect size. It's probably like a one cup like serving. And I'll put like my lunch in there. It's the perfect size. Like I love it. I love these little serving plates. It makes me feel like so dainty. I eat slower because I know that there's less, like visually there's less. So it's like, I'm gonna really enjoy this. Serve yourself less food. You will spend less money if you're stretching your food further or if you're buying less food, if you're serving yourself smaller portion sizes, like readjust, re take a look at that. Like how much am I actually buying? How much of it's ending up in the trash? Maybe I can make an adjustment here. I don't have to throw money away. I can like readjust, like take another look at how much food I'm bringing home, how much food I'm serving myself and make a change there. Super, super helpful. Um, one of my clients, she goes out to eat a lot. And so she goes to the restaurant you know, she orders this like indulgent meal, which is planned. She's like, I'm going to have, you know, this pasta, whatever. Um, and then she gets the, the portion sizes are huge. She, so she takes the food home. But then that kind of like indulgent meal that she had planned to have out, like it doesn't really fit into the rest of her week. So what do I do with the leftovers? Like, I don't want to throw them away. This is this expensive meal it it really like meant something and so what we talked through was like you know you got the enjoyment out of that you already you paid for the enjoyment for that already you and you already got it that what you paid for was the experience of being in that place spending time with your family taking time to sit down and enjoy this nice meal with them taking those first few bites that were so incredible and um, really rewarding there and experiencing that food when it was like fresh and just made for you. That's what you paid for. And that's what you experienced. And you already had that experience. This food that's now sitting in your fridge in a nasty styrofoam container isn't that experience anymore. You already got all the enjoyment from that money and from that food, it's it's over now. This what's sitting in your fridge is not a representation of that. Give it to your husband, give it to your dog, put it in the garbage disposal. You are in no way, 
I was going to say inclined, obligated to eat that just because you spent money on it. What you spent money on was that experience, was that time with your family, was that fresh meal that you already enjoyed. You already did it. Moving on. Another one of my clients, this was really interesting. She said she was at a friend's house. They, um, her friend had bread pudding and offered her some, which I don't know if you've had bread pudding. Bread pudding is pretty delicious, but I digress. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> so they served her. She asked specifically, like, I, I don't want a big piece. Like, I want a very small piece. So she got this very small piece. And she took two bites out of it. She didn't actually finish it. And she was done. And her friend was like, are you going to finish that? She was like, no, I was going to throw it away. She was like, but it's really good. She's like, yeah, it is really good. Yep. Delicious. Got the, I got the enjoyment out of it. I'm done. I've hit the point where it's no longer enjoyable for me. And so this tiny leftover piece of bread pudding it's not serving me. It's not serving anybody. Saving it isn't serving anyone. The enjoyment and the pleasure has been gotten out of this. So it's not going into me. I'm not the trash can. And that was her thought process. She brought that with her. She taught herself that. We learned that together. We did that together. And that's where you can get to. You can leave the clean your plate club. You don't have to be in that forever. You can love throwing food away. You can know that you are not a garbage disposal. You can find ways, so many ways to help people in need that don't include you feeling sick, you overeating, you being overweight, you not loving your body, you not being able to fit in your clothes, you having high blood pressure or diabetes, like none of that has to happen in order for you to help people, in order for you to feel good about throwing food away, in order for you to understand money and food. There's so much growth and empowerment here. I really want you to consider like diving into this and thinking about how this can serve you and where the growth is for you. And also that you can change, your brain can change. Everything that you are here, you know, if you're listening to this and you're thinking the opposite of everything I just told you, that's a thought process, it's not fact. And if it's a thought process, you can change it. Your brain is neuroplastic and it will change. As neuroplasticity. It will change. You can bring on a whole new set of thoughts. You just have to teach yourself. You have to have the right tools and the right structure to understand how to do that. But you can do it. And you can make this change and you can move on. And you can bring on all of these things that I just told you. All of these thought processes that I just told you. Whatever you're thinking now does not have to be the way it is for the rest of your life. Okay? So if you're interested in working with me, um, you are going to need to join my client wait list by visiting bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash call wait list, call wait list. Okay. 
I would uh, love to see you on the wait list. I would love to work with you. So I will definitely see you in the next episode. Bye. If you love what you heard on this show, if you're done with dieting, restriction, deprivation, and willpower, and you want to make a permanent change to your weight and your life, join the waitlist to work with me. You can do that at bit.ly backslash call waitlist. That's bit.ly backslash call waitlist.